In Renaissance, A Fantasy to Lift Spirits by Elias Coyer To my love, the one who has always been my inspiration. Chapter 1. Humble Beginnings We were born into a middle-class family, probably lower, where your father worked on many different theaters and your mom looked over you and your sister at the house. You grew up in the theater, and you, you and your sister learned how to play multiple instruments in order to fill the in instruments as needed for the pit. You helped your father with his work, for he didn't have any sons, and is planning to pass everything down to you because he is a very forward-thinking man. Your father was one of the ones who were assigned to help renovate part of the theater attached to the palace where the princess was set to play for all the noble families. One day, you went to help your father out to make sure the piano can be heard throughout the entire hall. So your father had you play the piano as he went to every seat and to make sure everyone had, make sure everyone can hear the beautiful melodic ivories. He trusted you enough to play the piano belonging to the royal family because your father couldn't find the princess to make sure it was up to her standards. So when the princess does come, there would be less work to be done. Your father moved from the lower level up to one of the boxes for the nobles. As this was happening, the princess heard the faint noise that was familiar to her, but she couldn't quite make it out. The princess is a curious one, so she slams her book shut, leaves it on the windowsill that she was reclining on, and peers down the corridor. It was midday, mind you, so it was quite deserted in the castle. Not a thing could be heard except for the piano. The music traveled to the other side of the castle, where the windowsill the princess loves to read and watch her brother, the prince, train with the royal guard. He had just taken to fencing, so she likes to see him get beat up by the royal guard. The princess walked along the corridors, trying to find the origin of the tune. She peers down the corner of the hallway that leads to the theater. As the princess is getting closer and closer, your father is getting more and more distracted at the task at hand. He finds an old friend who works for the royal family who takes care of the theater. You have no idea any of this is happening because you're getting lost in the piece as you start to sing along with your accompaniment. You are imagining yourself playing for a packed house in the most beautiful dress imaginable. After the end of your song, the audience whoops and hollers, giving you a standing ovation. When you open your eyes, they are still clapping. You turn toward what you thought was your father, but is actually the princess. You quickly rise to curtsy her highness, but you accidentally smacked your hand against the underside of the keyboard mid-curtsy. You try to play it off, but then the fallboard slams shut and you wince because you've embarrassed yourself in front of the princess. You are then trying to explain the reason why you were there. The princess could care less. She interrupts you and tells you that she hasn't heard that song since her grandmother played it for her on the very same piano. She asks you what your name is and you respond nervously because you smacked your hand against the princess's grandmother's piano and it slammed and your hand kind of hurts from that. After your father had realized that you had stopped playing, he excused himself from the conversation and continued to go up into the booth. He arrived and saw the princess interrogating you. He yells down and that he is the one responsible for having you play and that he told her the reason why. The princess then smiles and compliments you to your father and asks if she could join your father to help him make sure the piano and singing can be heard throughout the entire hall. She also assures your father that she heard you playing throughout the entire castle, so she believes it shouldn't take long. Your father agrees and the princess leaves to go join your father in the booth. When she left, your father smiles at you and gives you two thumbs up. You laugh because that doesn't ease the nerves as you are about to perform the entire song that just so happens to be the one that her grandmother sang to the princess when she was a little girl. You are shaking as you raise the fallboard hoping it doesn't fall again. You take a deep breath and look up to the booth and you see the princesses with your father and they are having a discussion. 
Your father makes eye contact with you and gives you another subtle thumbs up. You take this as the sign to start playing. You close your eyes. Take another deep breath. Pray to God that you don't mess it up in front of the princess and you start to play. The next thing you remember is opening your eyes and you realize that you have played the entire song. You look up to the booth and your father's clapping excitedly and excessively and the princess sheds a tear of how beautiful it was. You see them talk as they are walking back down to the stage. You quietly and gently put the forward down and put the bench back into position it was when you got there and walked to meet them at the door. They walk in and your father has the biggest smile on his face. You assume it has to do with how you played and you ask him why he is smiling so big. The princess then approaches you and tells you that she has your father's permission but she wants to ask you if you would like to become her lady-in-waiting. You are shooketh to thine core. That is how you and the princess met in the starting of the relationship of becoming the bestest of friends and how you became her lady-in-waiting. I purposely wrote the least about you because it is your story and I wanted you to tell it but I also wanted you to fill in the gaps before you two met and the adventures you had after becoming friends and before you met the boy.